Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott with Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program. And today's topic is how to never get injured. We're going to dive right into that. But if you did not catch last episode, episode 33, we discussed all about do squats compress your discs? Does that actually happen? Is it beneficial? What does weightlifting do to your discs? What does weightlifting do to your spine? What do squats and deadlifts and those things do to your spine? Is it healthier to only squat a little bit? Is it okay to squat a lot of bit? How much weight should you use? All those things were answered in the last podcast. So if you have not listened to it and those topics interest you, go catch episode 33. But today is all about how to never get injured. Now, I'm going to say this right up front here. It's impossible to never get injured, okay? It's impossible. If we knew how to prevent injury, like there's so many injury prevention screens, injury prevention, you know, programs and stuff like that. If we really knew how to, you know, prevent injury, then people wouldn't get injured. But is it safe to say you can give someone the best possible chances of avoiding injury? Yes best possible chances. Okay. So I'm going to discuss two topics with you, two topics on how to greatly and to the most extent avoid injury. All right. The first simple one will be to begin exploring ranges of motion you don't normally go to. So this can apply to the back. It can apply to any joint in your body. Okay. Remember this. There is no good or bad movement. There's just a movement that your body was not prepared for that can cause an adverse reaction. So no one can say, oh my gosh, doing dips super, super deep is bad for you. Jefferson curls, right? Rounding your back with weight. That's bad for you. Doing hyperextensions. That's bad for you. No one can say that. None of those are bad for you. But It's the movement that you're not prepared for that is bad for you. And that can overload whatever system is being used. So let me use a very simple example for the shoulder and that'll relate it to the low back, okay? Many, many people do upper body workouts. Most of these workouts involve pushing forward or overhead. So pushing forward straight in front of you, pushing right overhead, right? Those could be bench press variations, shoulder press variations. That's what comprises a lot of exercises. But how many exercises, instead of putting the arm overhead, putting the arm straight forward, how many bring the arm backwards into shoulder extension? If you look up shoulder extension, I'm demonstrating on the video format of this, how many people explore that range of motion? or do an exercise that involves that range of motion. Very few. A dip does if you're going deep enough. Um, Maybe other tricep movements like bench dip, like a bench dip could, kind of like an old school dip variation. Those are probably the only exercise that I can think of that involves the shoulders going that direction. So if you're exposing your shoulders to going forward and overhead a lot, 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 it's used to being loaded in those directions. The chances of you getting injured in those planes of motion are reduced because you're used to loading your shoulder at those ranges of motion, but you are not used to, sh- to loading your shoulder in extension. So if all of a sudden, let's say maybe something's, I don't know, something's falling behind you and you got to reach back real quick, you got to reach back real quick and grab something or pick something up or whatever. 
the chance of that causing an injury or maybe holding something heavy in the position like that, the chances of suffering an injury in a position like that are much higher because you're not frequently exposing your shoulder to that range of motion. You're not loading it in that range of motion. Remember, it's the range of motion that you're not prepared for. So if you want to be the most well-rounded and have your joints prepared for as much as possible, load your joints in all directions. So how does that relate to the low back? Okay. Let's say you're sitting all day long. You're in a flex position all day long. You can do things that, you know, are, you know, involve bending forward. You're used to that. You're used to that. But maybe you rarely go side to side. Your back is rarely exposed or required to move in the frontal plane, side to side, or rotation, or extension, fill in the blank, whichever one you do not do. Okay, let's use rotation, for example, because we can relate that to like a throwing athlete or golf or something like that, okay? So let's say you never rotate. You never rotate. You're doing curls all day or you're doing a body curls, you're doing crunches, right? Crunches all day long, your body's used to flexion, you're doing Jefferson curls, Man, you're one of those hardcore believers that you can adapt your back, which is true. It's true. I'm not. I'm not um, being facetious here. Uh, you know, you're you're adapting your back. You do flexion all day long, all day long. You're doing extension work as well, but you never do rotation. And then all of a sudden, your buddies say, "Hey, let's go, let's go play around, man." And you're like, "I'm not, an, I'm not an avid golfer, but hey, I'm in shape. I can do Jefferson curls with 200 pounds. I can do hyper extensions with a bar on my back. Man, my back's freaking strong. Let's go golf." And then you're not that good, so you're <laughs> taking a few extra strokes, and you're rotating, 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 ro- rotating all day long. Am I saying you're going to get hurt? No. But your chances of tweaking something and getting hurt are higher because you're not exposing your body to rotation than someone else who's used to golfing, who's used to swinging, who's exposed their body to rotation, and their body can handle it. Now, you might think, yeah, okay, of course. Of course, you're not as prone to getting injured as someone else who actively does it. Yes, it might seem obvious, but you got to think about why, because their body is used to that range of motion, okay? So if that person who never played golf is like, oh, give me a a month notice, and then for that month, they're slowly preparing their body, they're slowly doing rotational-based movements, slowly exposing their body, slowly exposing their body, slowly exposing their body to more and more load with rotational movements, and then they're like, yeah, my body's ready for rotation now. Now I can rotate. There are chances of suffering an injury are much, much less than if they haven't. So principle number one, expose your body to the ranges of motion. You do not take it frequently as much range of motion as you possibly can that direction and load it in that end range. Now, the second component of this is the load management component. I talk about this all the time. Some of you might roll your eyes and go, oh, another load management lesson. But listen to me. This, the, the, the next five minutes I'm going to talk is worth $2,000. I like to equate value. I like to equate dollars to the information because it makes people think. It makes people listen. It makes people realize the value, okay? Uh, this is what I do for a living. I've seen people, you know, being provided terrible advice, and I've seen how much money they've wasted, and I've seen how much better someone can get and how much they can avoid by getting the right advice, This advice is worth $2,000. If you think it isn't, then you haven't been given enough wrong advice. And it's not until you have a low back issue and you're given wrong advice for years and you're 10K, 20K in the hole with no results and then you realize a very simple piece of advice could have saved you like $10,000, okay? So this piece of advice is worth $2,000. That's why I talk about load management all the time. 
this podcast as a whole is worth three grand. Three to four grand is what this podcast is worth. That's a fact. So we now know to think about the movements we're doing and to make sure we're moving our joints or whatever in all directions. All directions. Expose it in all directions. Now we need to load it along with movements that our body is used to. So load management. What does that mean? It means if you're that individual getting ready to play golf and you want a month in advance, you know, realistically, I would prefer longer, but just for the sake of this podcast, okay, you have one month. What that means is day one, you're not doing a banded or cable wood chop with 100 pounds. You're not rotating maximally as hard as you can, like maxing out like a five rep max with rotation for like 10 sets. I got to get ready as quickly as possible. Might as well max this thing out now. Bad idea. Too much load. Your body's not prepared for it. So just like your body's not prepared for that range of motion, your body is not prepared for that load. For that load. Okay? This is why some people, they might be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm getting shin splints and knee pain and ankle pain now with running, but I've been running for like five years. I just now started getting knee pain, ankle pain, you know, shin splints, it must have caught up to me. I'm like, no, 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 that's not true. Your body's adapted. What did you do over the last two months? And they're like, oh, I tripled my running within like two weeks. I was like, I need to run more and tripled my running. Well, there's your problem. Your load management was wrong. You increased your prescription too fast. It's not running that's the problem. It's your programming. Your programming is wrong, okay? So that can occur with movements you're already used to doing, but especially when it comes to new movements, If someone has never ran before, they will not immediately start running a 5K every single day for that entire week, two weeks, three weeks in a row, and they've never run before. No one would do that. You're going to get knee issues, ankle issues, shin splints. You're probably going to have issues unless you're a freak. Your genetics are absolutely insane, and you're incredible at adapting. The best athletes in the world are the best at adapting. That's the truth. So, exposing our Shoulders, hips, low back to range of motion that's not used to, and then slowly increasing the load through proper load management. So maybe, initially, if someone wants to do the golf thing, they're doing a rotational mobilization movement. They're doing open book, they're doing the bretzel, they're doing wood chop without any weight, no weight. They do that for, let's just say, four or five days. Now they add a little bit of weight to it. Now they're doing the open book and the wood chop with, let's just say, five pounds, five to 10 pounds. Okay, great. Week two, they're doing it with 10 to 15 pounds. Great. Week three, 15 to 20 pounds. Great. Week four, um, 20 to 25 pounds. Okay. Just a simple strategy, slowly increasing. Yeah, I've been, I've been feeling great. My body's used to this. I'm good to go. Now you're ready for some golf. Fantastic. So you identified a requirement from a specific task that you want to perform. It's specific to you. Identify what is required of your body. What ranges of motion are required? What joints are required? Are my shoulders required? Is my neck required? Are my ankles required? Are those areas currently suffering from mobility restrictions? Then let's work on it. Do I take those areas to the particular ranges of motion that are required by this task I'm going to commit to? Often. Do they go into those ranges often? If no, it's time to start exposing your body to that. And it's time to start a load management program to start slowly increasing the load on those regions to get them strong and adapted to those so your body can be ready. That is money, 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 money. I hope you realize that. 
Principle one, identify what is required from your body. Identify the ranges of motion that are required and explore those new ranges of motion to help your body adapt to them. Principle number two, slowly start loading those new ranges of motion from square one, even if it's new ranges of motion or even if it's old ranges of motion or activities, right? Even if you've been a runner for a long time and you're ready to move up, slowly increase the load. If you've never ran, slowly increase load. If you've been golfing forever and you want to start golfing more or I don't know, practicing something different, whatever. It's something that you're not used to, but you've been golfing for a long time. Slowly increase the load. The recommendation is 20% or less per week, 20% or less of load increase per week. Or if you're someone who's never golfed before, then you go through the strategy that I mentioned. Oh, I never rotate my back. I'm strong in all the other directions, but I never rotate my back. So I'm going to start some very basic rotational mobility movements. Now I'm going to load my back into rotation. I'm going to load it more and more and more and more and more. Steady, steady, steady. Not rushing it. Weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to build that adaptation. And now you're ready for golf. Maybe your skills won't be the best, (laughs) but your body will be set up for the best case scenario. Money people, I am preaching right now. I am preaching and I hope you are absorbing this and I hope you're getting it and I hope it's making sense because seriously, what I just said is worth three grand. Listen to it. Give yourself the best possible chances to avoid injury, to avoid injury. Now, if you're gonna go do a one-day thing, a one-day thing and you're not worried about your low back, you're not worried about injuries and it's something small and you're just like, hey, whatever. I don't need to prepare a month or two for this 30-minute event, I totally get it. I do the same thing, all right? I've never golfed a day in my life. If I was invited for one outing um, and I knew that it was only gonna be like, whatever, like an hour, I would do, which there's no single golf round that's an hour, especially not with me, how bad I would be. But, you know, I would do a warm-up, but I'm not gonna prepare my body for months and months and months to go do golf. I got a strong back, I'm confident in it. One single incident, yeah, I'm probably gonna be sore. It's not gonna jack me up. But if you're someone who has a low back issue, absolutely follow these principles. If you're someone that has low back issues that plans on doing this activity or motion or movement frequently, indefinitely as part of your life, then 100%, 100% go through exactly what I just said, right? If you want to get into golf, if you need to be good at golf for your job, for networking, because it's something that your partner enjoys, whatever, you prepare for that, prepare. So Don't freak out about one small incident that you might never have to do again, but if it's something you're serious about, if it's something that you're trying to avoid making a current injury worse, or if it's something that you plan on doing frequently, then prepare appropriately. And this is the best way for you to learn how to never get injured. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review. This helps the podcast get exposed to more people and helps us grow. It's a cost-free way for you to do so. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. Share with a friend that needs help who is not finding results. If you are struggling to find results and you want efficient results fast with a structured plan, let me know. I would love to help you submit an application on my website or clicking the link in the show notes or the notes of this video continue to encourage each other, find opportunities to make people smile, move outside in nature, in the sun, and let's continue to pursue our goals, live our best lives, live 100% quality of life. And if you need help getting there, I'll be honored to help. 
Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.